0: Hello, all. This is blonde haired Girl. So, a little bit about the news regarding politics. <laughs> um, I have to say, I, um, just all kinds of crazy stuff going on in the country right now, like almost to the point of absolute absurdity. I mean, I I just, I never thought I would ever see anything quite as absolutely nuts as what I'm seeing in the country uh, right now, (laughs) frankly. (laughs) So, I live in Arizona, and we have a Senate race. I mean, a governor race going on. Well, I mean, we have senator races, too, I am suppose. I suppose I'm guessing that Mark Kelly. So we have the astronaut going on in our state, which I'm really excited about. And he, he was instrumental or was part of getting this CHIPs. Bill put through to have tech companies in the United States start making chips instead of them being outsourced to China. I mean, isn't that amazing? (laughs) That we're going to start making our own chips for everything. Computers, cell phones, all of it. I think that is amazing <laughs> and so I'm excited for him i i was I voted Mark Kelly, and i I will vote for him again. um anyway, but back to our governor governor race. so it came down to two women, um one of which I know a little bit more than the other one. But Carrie Lake is the Republican candidate, and Katie Hobbs is the Democrat. I don't know that much about Katie Hobbs, honestly. I really don't. But I know enough about Carrie Lake that I would never vote for her. And it's only getting worse, the stuff that I'm hearing about her. And the thing is, is that the things that bother me about her would be very appealing to a person who believes in the ideology, as in, it seems like a Christian who... Is against gay people, among other people, LGB. LGB LGBTQ people. Okay, because we like we all lump people into <laughs> categories. <laughs> You're in this category. <laughs> it's so funny what we do, isn't it? Anyway, so LGBTQ, okay, among other things, I mean, she's, she's really, she's endorsed by Trump, and the state of Arizona is just, like, really quite, like, uh, I don't know, there's a lot going on. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> There's a lot going on in this state politically honestly i mean it's it's a really charged state, as in it, it kind of seems very divided and and I live in a an incredibly conservative place but not to say that I don't know have people around me who are not conservative, but I'm I live in a conservative place where (laughs) I'll never forget. So, when Trump was elected, supposedly, I'm not even sure if he was really elected, but whatever. um, There used to be these people who would stand by the side of the road in the town I live in, and they would protest the Trump vote or the Trump pro- protest, pro- protest, 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 sorry, it's two in the morning, Um, Trump. So they would, they would stand on the side of this, and this was like their little protest. Um, And then just to be, and I understand that both sides can be cruel. I do. Because... I was the backlash of a lot of cruelty over the last two years, and I'll get into that in a second. But um, just to be, like, sweet, the Trumps started to come and do their own protests on the other side of the road every week, and he had been supposedly elected. So right around about the time that this this big bravado going on in Syria in the beginning of his his supposed presidency. Um, there was this, he had bombed Syria. Some empty base in Syria in some kind of ridiculous move to look politically strong that I believe was all staged. I think it was staged by Putin and the leader of Syria. I don't know what his name is right now. I don't, I don't remember. And so, and and there had been some horrific um, propaganda at the time. And it wasn't just propaganda. I mean, it was true footage of a chemical attack in Syria, but uh, that had gone out that day. Um, and... and The implication was that this had happened that day and I was, I was, I don't even know how to respond to how horrible this, this video that I had seen was. So I come back into, into town with, and, and Trump had just dropped this ridiculous bomb and this ridiculous show of nothingness. And to these people protesting on the other side of the the road for Trump, and I was so angry. it really was i i don 't remember if I actually did anything, but I was really angry i I think I remember being at some protests here in town. Having to do maybe with gun laws because I think there had been yet another mass shooting, and then all these Trump people like came to the peaceful march, all they were just standing on the side of the yelling things. Um, but anyway, (laughs) okay, so at the same time as. As in 2020, I really got a dose of the backlash from liberals. I did. I, when I was not willing to just run up and get a COVID vaccine, there were people who were really mean. And if I said anything, I, so I just, I really just didn't say anything. It's like, I'm, I'm happy with your right to go get the vaccine. I'm just asking you to respect my belief not to get the vaccine. And I wasn't allowed to say that uh, to any liberal. I mean, they would just pounce on me. Like you're stupid. You don't believe in science. You love Trump. I mean, it was just like this. I was lumped into this category of anti-vaxxers. I was called an anti-vaxxer. And it was at this point that I I was really feeling for the first time like just being thrown out of my own party. Because, I mean, even now, I find it really inconsistent that it's my body my choice, but not regarding a vaccine. I find that incredibly <laughs> um inconsistent, and people try to tell me, oh it's not, you know because one is helping society, and you know, and even then I, I go on to my little rant, my little mini rant so okay, so what you're saying is that I am supposed to be willing to sacrifice my health, the my potentially my health by getting this vaccine that has not been well researched. I'm supposed to be willing to risk my health and even my life for the good of humanity. That's what a good good person would do. And I think, I I truly believe that that is too much to ask a person to do if, if they have any question about it. And so it sort of comes down to this, that I'm not sure that I trust the government on either side. I just don't trust the government anymore. I mean, I really don't. I don't trust the government. I and I don't understand people who do. I think that people who actually trust the government are incredibly I don't know, gullible. Last night yesterday, I was I was watching a training about trauma actually and I'm trying to remember. I'm I'm half asleep as I'm talking about this. I'm sorry, and I like how did this relate. Um, I can't remember how it related, but somehow it related to, to this, topic, um, but I can't remember why. <laughs> okay, so let me get back to my my subject matter. So, across the country, especially in like states like Arizona. Arizona is, it has been traditionally a Republican state. However, we have had, a number of years ago, we had um, Janet Napolitano who was taken up by the Obama administration, which is a real loss, was a real loss, to be honest, um, by a Democrat. So for a while, it was a Democrat who was in the governess, but it's, it's has not been since. And in the last election, um, Ducey was hugely in the pocket of Donald Trump. And in fact, I, I mean, I just couldn't even believe what I was seeing. He was the first person to host Bessie DeVos, who was for supposedly for school choice. Okay, so stay with me here for a minute, this rabbit hole, because I'm going down it right now. Okay, they they want to say school choice, but they're not talking about school choice. What they're talking about is state money going toward private schools. And... The private schools that Betsy DeVos is trying to to fund our Christian schools so that they can spread the kingdom of Jesus, which is a whole which is a an entire like problem in a nutshell itself because these schools are very specific about the way that they teach things and what is happening right now is this huge backlash against critical race theory okay and so I haven't quite understood and I still don't I'm going to tell you I just know the surface of a lot of this stuff just surface-y. Um but I heard like recently that critical race history is really um not taught to young children it's really not like what they're what they're but there is a backlash against children learning a general what has been perceived to be a general education that included like the word slavery that included a history, you know, of what happened to the Native people in our country. I think that our teachers actually do a pretty good job of showing it balanced, but I could be wrong. But I feel like it's kind of evidenced by my children who are not racist. My children are not racist, and and I know that part of that was me. Um, But also, I believe the schools that I chose to send my children to, which included a private school, but it wasn't a private Christian school, and I paid for it. Now, I understand these schools can be very expensive, but when you choose to send your child to a private school, you should be paying for it. And the likes of Betsy DeVos, who is a billionaire, and all of her little people over there in Michigan should all be willing to pay to send their children to private Christian schools. Why should the states be using public money to pay for their child's special education their special education as in christian education i mean it's i mean it's just a question you know so i sent my children to one of my ch- children went to a in primary school um went to a a charter school that was waldorf and then my other two went to a a private school all the way to fifth grade and they got a really, really good education. I mean, they just did. It was, it was a really good education. And, and I, and I believe that my children got a balanced education. Like I don't, you know, anyway, so, (laughs) so, And so I didn't really like Doug Ducey very much to be honest. I just didn't like him that much as a politician and he was in the governor two terms at least I guess. I don't know how many terms you can be a governor but and then this year he can't be or he's running for something else I don't know. Um but so so Carrie Lake Um, Was a broadcaster. She worked for the television station and was a broadcaster for many years. And I, I liked her as a broadcaster. I didn't have any problems with this person working for the news that I didn't even watch. I don't watch that type of news ever. I don't even have television like cable TV In my home. And so I haven't watched that kind of television in many years. Um, But I'm going to guess that she may have worked for like the Fox News station, local, very Republican news station. We don't realize what we're watching. I'm gonna tell you, we don't, and 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 the reason why I say that is because I was I was at the time like around Obama, I was married to a guy that watched a lot of Fox News, a lot. I mean, the, the Fox News was like playing a lot in our house, <clears throat> and 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 a lot of times it wasn't just Fox News; it was like um, Commerce. NBC or whatever I don't know I can't remember but it was like Fox and Friends but I can't I can't remember because it's been so long I mean think about how many years it's been um but and this was the beginning of his presidency of Obama not the end so he and and I remember watching it, but I didn't know exactly what I was watching. That I was watching a propaganda machine. Which I mean, to be honest, all of them are. And they, like even like TikTok is a propaganda machine. They're all sending us speculation, and 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 we are having to decipher through this information to to form our thoughts and beliefs about things. Unless we are willing to even go to like Google, but even Google, I've heard, is heavily censored. So when you you go on to Google and you Google something, they aren't always sending you an unbiased answer they're they're sending you and I'm not really sure what their interests are in different areas but whatever it is they're they absolutely can send down that shoot into your awareness a piece of information from a certain point of view that they are espousing to one degree or another so basically we are being fed by a lot of different search engines a lot of different um a diet of but we don't really know what's in it <laughs> honestly like any sense of truth like is that actually the truth you know I don't know So, okay, so Ricky Lake, and as I've gotten to know her a little bit, of her, like I don't know her, but like of her a little bit even more, I'm even more that I am going to be really promoting that the young people in my life go out and vote and vote blue. What I have found is, is that my young people are single voter, single issue voters, not that they even like really vote. To be honest, I'm not sure if they voted in any election and, and they probably wouldn't tell me. Unless, of course, because they know where I stand on these things, but they probably wouldn't tell me how they voted if they did vote. But I don't think they voted because they don't like the candidates. Okay. (laughs) And part of the reason why they don't like the candidates is about guns. So they're single voting on the topic of guns. They want the right to keep their machine guns because they like to go out into you know, the desert and shoot guns. And they have been told over and over and over and over and over in every way known to man that the Democrats are going to take away your guns. Which I don't believe is true. I don't believe the Democrats are going to take away guns because they are probably paid for by gun lobby as well. I think both sides might be bought because you firstly have to have both sides and both sides can be bought. And so I don't even necessarily know that they care who's in office except for that they can control them. But, and Trump is 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 kind of an outlier in a lot of ways in the sense that he he not being a politician he really had no idea what he was doing he liked to think that he was a good president but like he had no idea what he was doing and he had no idea that he had no idea what he was doing and so he didn't even have the wisdom to put people in charge who did know what they were doing so he didn't trust the people who knew what they were doing and he basically just went rogue what which is part of the reason why so many people love him they just love him because he's not a politician well here in lies the problem so, he, you know, he just got his home raided by, I'm not sure, I'm not sure who raided, <laughs> to be honest, like the actual, um, I don't know if it was the FBI that came in, I really don't know, I I couldn't tell you, but there was a subpoena by the Attorney General of, I guess, the country. And they went in and seized a bunch of documents that were highly classified. And there's been all kinds of stuff. Like, he he's said all kinds of stuff about it. Oh, well, I didn't know they were there. Oh, well, I declassified them. I mean, just... But like why does he have these documents and it's looking more and more and more like we're understanding why he has these documents and it has something to do with other countries and their interest in his presidency as getting heavily classified information I think that I think that we're talking about Russia and Saudi Arabia are the two countries that they're concerned that he's sharing classified information with these countries. It's like, oh, you know, so what is wrong with this? I mean, like, I don't understand how people don't get upset when they hear that he was sharing classified documents With Russia. I mean, I remember. I was really young, I think. I could be wrong. I mean, I have some kind of memory about this. and You know, and I'm sitting here. And as I'm sitting here, I, I don't even know that I was born yet. So this. This probably I wasn't even alive when this happened. But there was this the Bay of Pigs. Where, I guess, it was Kennedy who had to make the decision whether to launch rockets against Russia having to do with Cuba. I mean, and part of the reason why we were not pro-Russia is because Russia was communist. And there were all these... This push against communism, that they wanted to keep democracy around the country, around the world, as much democracy as possible. So basically it was an argument of ideology. And even though they have these supposed elections in, in Russia, it may not be officially communist, but it's kind of a royally messed up country in some ways, like that I see, like, but I don't get to talk to Russian people. Like we don't get to really see because they, they so do not allow free speech over there. Like even, I mean, I've been, I've been, it's coming to my awareness that they have a ton of protests. They get shut down. They get they get shut down and they get arrested if they protest so they are they're, they don't have the right to protest in Russia and so and so we just get these snippets and we don't really know what's going on <laughs> and then when we get the snippets we watch them with with you know and that's something that that I I got to tell you, so (laughs) I remember Obama talking about, about our information bubbles as if it were a bad thing. And so I would try, I would try. And so I sat and I I listened, I, I happened to be in a car and I was that I, and I decided to use the radio. So I put on the radio and I tried, I try my damnedest to listen to Dennis Prager. I tried and I I just could not believe what I was hearing. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I mean, I I, like, I truly couldn't. I could not believe what's coming out of his mouth. I remember years ago, I used to go visit people and I would have to suffer, um, (laughs) had his name was right there and now it's Rush Limbaugh I would have to suffer Rush Limbaugh some like older gentleman in his house with Rush Limbaugh on the entire time I was there and I just like and so and so I can kind of understand our information bubbles because we come into listening to something with certain bias. But if I were like really young and I had not, you know, gotten an information bias yet, I had not formed an opinion. And so, but actually, I think these people were starting out with this type of ideology before they even started watching Fox News because a lot of people vote the same as their parents I mean, it doesn't happen all the time but a lot of times people vote the same as their parents Or they're shamed if they don't. It's a cultural thing for who you vote for. And so, (laughs) and so, and I don't know where I am in all of this. Because, I mean, I was raised a Republican. I mean, I was a Catholic and I was a Republican. And I don't know what hodgepodge I am now. Because I'm not fully liberal and I'm not, I'm probably an independent, but I, this is where I'm at, is that I have, I have to vote blue. Okay, so back to, to, um, Blake. So it came across my awareness. Well, this, this guy came across my awareness recently that has been harassing. In Actually, he started out in, in Target. He's been banned from Targets forever, I guess, because he would go into these Targets and he would film, and I don't know where he was sending his film to, probably TikTok or other, you know, YouTubing himself. I don't know, um, against gay people. I'm 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 gonna make the assumption that he is a a Christian. Um and he believes that gay people are an abomination. He believes in the Bible. Okay, so he has been banned from from Target forever. But then he moved to Petsmart. So I did see one little video of him where he They had a gay flag by their register and he was saying I want you to take that down. I find it offensive. Your gay flag. And he proceeded to start to heckle this poor little register cashier. And he asked for the manager. The manager comes up and the manager just asks him to leave. He's like you need to leave. We're we're not going to take down our site, our flag because we find it. You know because you find it offensive. Okay, so here's this other lovely thing that has been going around, and that is that mon- monkeypox is a sexually transmitted disease. This, and. I I was alive when AIDS was out there. Like started to be out there and um and they talked about safe sex and everything. Um but they did not fund research for AIDS because it was a gay disease and they did not care about gay people. <clears throat> they just didn't. And so now and I saw, a, a and, and actually, like, as I'm saying this, I have to be fair that this could have been completely manufactured, but I did see a little blurb from Marjorie Taylor Greene about it being a gay disease, monkeypox, which is similar to chickenpox. I mean, kind of. It's a different virus, but... It is not a sexually transmitted disease. it's not it's It's like spreading chickenpox. It spreads like chicken pox spreads. <clears throat> and so <laughs> all these people, and this is this makes me really nervous um all these people thinking that it's a sexually transmitted disease, and they can't get it because they're not gay and that that is absolutely not the truth but so yesterday, I saw a a little blurb about um Carrie Lake and this gentleman who got kicked out of target for heckling about gay gayness and the two of them in a photo and they are comrades in crime that and then this and this guy had suggested that the lgbtq people be put in camps supposedly for their own safety because of monkeypox, And it, it's like, I, I just cannot believe the, the, <laughs> where have we come from? And I'm, I'm just sitting here and I'm just thinking about even from a biblical standpoint, you know, that would Jesus put the lepers in a camp i mean i I just don't believe that Jesus would be doing the things that these people are espousing i just i don't I don't hear love in any of it i don't i hear i hear fear i hear dislike, I hear hatred but I don't hear love in any of it rounding people up and putting them in camps there's some horrific stuff going on I think in Florida on all of this I think it's Florida but I could be wrong about how they are going to start arresting doctors who perform gender affirming treatment. So they're gonna start arresting them. Like they're they're trying to outlaw trans in every single way in the state of Florida. I mean, I don't know if y'all heard about this bill that you're not allowed to even talk about it as a lifestyle. Supposedly a lifestyle. I don't, I, I'm not even going to get into the implications of that. I, or like, because I don't know. And in so many ways, I don't care. I, I love people despite who they choose to sleep with. Minus, if it's consensual and a loving consensual act, I don't care. don't care what people do. It is no threat to me who people sleep with, who they choose to form a life with, who they choose to marry. It is of no consequence to me whatsoever. And I personally do not understand why it's a consequence to anyone else. I don't understand why people care. Why do married people why are they threatened by gay people getting married? Like like I mean if minus the Bible, I mean I know they try to use the Bible, but minus the Bible, like why what is it about that that bothers them so much that that any kind of any kind of Love that is outside of a Christian's accepted way of being is bad. And I just don't see Jesus talking that way. I just don't. And he didn't. I don't think there's anywhere in the Bible, the New Testament, that it talks about these the way they say that it's talking about these. And in fact, I, I I beg to say, let he who is without sin cast the first stone, even though I don't necessarily believe that it's a sin. But if it were a sin, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. So like the woman caught in adultery and they were fixing to stone her to death. They're fixing to stone this lady to death. I mean, can you imagine all these people around her and they've all got stones in their hand? Fixing to stone her to death? You know, and then this guy walks up and he's, you know, and they try to catch him. The religious people try to catch him in some kind of... And also him knowing those people, knowing those creepers, knowing that they're probably gay these religious leaders they didn't like women very much and it seems they still don't but they really didn't like women and women were just there probably for reproduction you know it wasn't like they were marrying for love back then or very often, or I didn't, I mean, what do I know? Maybe some people back then did marry for love, but I, it was, the mindset was more of, marriage itself is more of a, of a governmental institution, Sometimes I get senses of things. I know this may be an aside, but I'm just going to talk about it. Um, You know, like Jesus said, they are neither married nor given in marriage in heaven. I'm not entirely sure that marriage, as a as a as a contractual agreement, is anything other than a constraint by by the government and 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 it's and the church has really taken it on because it enables them to grow the kingdom of Jesus or whatever kingdom they're trying to grow so if you're talking about like whatever religion they like marriage because they like Babies, they like to continue the faith because they presume these people are going to have babies and lead them in that particular faith. And so, and so I don't even know exactly. I mean, for me, actually, marriage is a really is a really um, romantic idea that you would say, okay, I'm, I'm making a contract with you that I'm going to share a life with you. I'm going to share property with you. I'm going I'm to, you know, I am making a commitment to a family with you. But do I believe that it is a a binding contract that no matter what a person does to you, that you are forced to stay in that situation? No, I don't. I think a lot of times we get married under ideas. We have ideas about it that we've been taught about from society from our church from our culture from our family but the actual reality of it the actual living with another person is a lot more challenging than people you know and then like and then you go to like would you want to do anything that's that challenging but like in some ways It's like the most romantic thing you could ever experience with the right person is to endeavor to do something with them and like make that decision that every day you're going to stay with this person. Even when they're having bad days, when they're having good days. I mean, minus abuse, it can be a really beautiful thing. Like, I I think it's incredibly romantic couples that have been together for like 60, 70 years. But you don't really see that very often, do you? I mean, it's out there, but... And so, and so... What I'm seeing happening and what i've been seeing happening and which i guess has been happening since bush because bush started to have bible studies in the white house nobody talked about this stuff but it, i believe that it's true i could be wrong but i think it's true and it could be back even further than bush all right i'm i'm willing to I, i'm not really sure when all of this started but this group of influencers or people who were trying to socially mold the country started to creep into our government and were putting in laws started to be instrumental and powerful in government and Like, we're starting to stack the Supreme Court. We're working toward that. I want to point something out. That when Roe versus Wade went into effect, it was a primarily Republican... There were Republicans who drafted the bill. The the, the idea of of abortion was, was not brought out to be the murdering of babies until it was a useful tool to gain voters. And so they, they really changed the language in order to incite people to vote Republican. And so to further this agenda of the family first, the um, faith and family, God, you know, now it's like what is it? God, country, and guns. I mean, I don't know. I don't remember what I saw recently, bumper sticker. Um, but it is to push this agenda. and And it's it became the biggest theocracy that I could even imagine under Trump. I saw this coming. And I started to like really, you know, and I have done a number of podcasts on this. And because, and Trump was just a useful tool. He's, he was useful to them, to this agenda. but, He wasn't really the poster child for it, but they didn't care because he was useful. But what he did was he emboldened people who had these feelings about things to express them, to express your anger, to punch someone in the face if you want to, to make fun of disabled people, to dislike Mexicans for taking people's jobs, like coming over the border in mass amounts. He just emboldened this sexism as well. This idea of defrauding the government, not paying taxes, filing for bankruptcy. He made all of these these things that these ideas that would have before been taboo would have been, you don't do that, even as a Republican. Republicans are supposed to be fiscal responsibility. The, the party of fiscal responsibility. But I mean, we're talking, the corruption is, you know, he talked about draining the swamp, and he, he's like the poster child for the swamp himself, just his characteristics. And I'm not saying that he's alone, because I believe a lot of people and politicians are like this. But like people don't know the truth. And I'm just going to give you a small example, and then I probably need to end this podcast. <laughs> so recently, I went out to lunch with a friend of mine so we meet for, like, it was dinner, doesn't matter, but, and she got, we were talking about me having to pay taxes, and I, I have to tell you, I'm still, I still have a bit of anger about that, um, me having to pay, like, more taxes on something that I wanted to pay, and I just couldn't get out of it, and I was sharing that with her, and then she got to talking about all these IRS people that, the democratic that supposedly Biden has has um, hired, and she believes that it's going to be against someone like her or someone like me. And I don't believe that it is. I believe that he hired all of these IRS workers because there were so many people who were fraudulent during covid the covid relief package like businesses who like i heard about this one that supposedly started this this free lunch program and there were no free lunches like they it was complete fraud millions of dollars billions in some instances of fraud fraud going on and so I believe that those and I could be wrong (laughs) maybe it maybe it is going to affect you know but they talk about all this stuff and they put this fear in you and then nine times out of ten whatever they said is not what happened or what the intention was about it there's something else going on there right (laughs) a lot of times but Anyway, (laughs) the point is, is that my friend has a certain belief about it. Whether it's true, her belief is true about it. It kind of doesn't even matter because that's what she believes. And so we get fed all this stuff and then we believe it, you know, and I'm going to say, okay, well, maybe Carrie Lake isn't, homophobic I don't even know I I can't say that she's not that she that these people are afraid of homosexuals I think they just don't like them they prefer them to not exist they they don't like these people they bother them which I don't quite understand why they bother them if they bother you just simply stay away from them Like, stay away from them. Like, I don't understand what the deal is. Like, it's like, why do you have to go after somebody that you just don't like? Just stay away from them. It's that easy. (laughs) But anyway, I will be more back with more on this subject. But I just wanted to do a little politicking. (laughs) Anyway, I appreciate y'all. I'll be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.